Você sempre quer que eu falo coisa pra você. O que, que você quer agora? Você sempre tá querendo Bitch, coisa. I don't understand a word you are saying. Ah, você quer que eu faça isso? But damn, it sound good. Okay. You are now tuned in to the Lewis S. Black Show, where the motto is, it's social commentary from a black man's perspective. Right now, we're going to have a word from our sponsor, and let's get into the show, bro. Yo, what up, 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 what up? It's your boy Lewis Says Black coming to you with another podcast, baby. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about the 2022 NBA Finals up in these goddamn streets. Yes, it's that time again, man. One of the most wonderful times of the year. The year where the top two teams, one from the Western Conference and one from the Eastern Conference, get into what I like to call the brawl for it all, the NBA Finals. This one is for all the marbles, the championship trophy, and one of them fly-ass, big-ass gold rings. This time around, We have, I'm not going to necessarily call them a young team because, I mean, they got a good blend of some veterans and some uh, young cats. The Boston Celtics, 17 champions, or should I say 17 championships in the league. Going up against... Steve Kerr's Golden Warriors, Steph Curry, Clay, Draymond Green, Poole, Wiggins, Iguodala. The Warriors keep a squad. That's the one thing that I have to acknowledge the Warriors for is they are very smart about keeping a complete team rather than putting all of their marbles on to just, you know, a couple of players and then looking crazy when one of them gets injured. They always make sure that they keep a decent bench and they always make sure that they keep some decent role players around. 
And this has been a good year for the Warriors because with the Warriors, they have a guy named, um, I forgot his first name, but his last name is Poole, P-O-O-L-E. Put some respect on his name. And he is really uh, coming into his own this year. He's also proving to be an offensive threat. He's a, a deep threat with that three-pointer. So now you got literally the Splash Brothers in the pool, as they like to say it. So you got three guys that can dump it on your ass from damn near any range. Then you've got Draymond playing defense, doing Draymond things, trolling people, getting up in people's heads. And then you got Wiggins dunking on folks and just really becoming a very improved player. So I'm going to let y'all know during this episode who I'm kind of going for in a sense. But really, for the most part, I'm neutral. Meaning that I'm going to watch the game and I have my common sense pick. But I'm going to let you know why, how either way it goes, I can't lose. Because everybody that knows me knows that I'm a LeBron James fan. And I'm pulling for the Lakers. But, of course, the Lakers didn't make it. So I'm trying to be hopeful for next season, even though they are having some problems up in that office. They're acting like they don't know how to make up their mind. You know, they were talking about trying to trade LeBron. You know, everybody's dead set on keeping Westbrook around. Davis, people are calling him Mr. Glass because he's always hurt. But I feel like this finals... Is going to be some motivation. So my common sense is telling me that on paper, the Warriors seem to be a better team. Just as far as what their starting five is capable of and what some of their role players off the bench are capable of. But clearly the Celtics have proven themselves to be a formidable foe. This is one of the better Celtics that I've seen during my 39 years here on this earth. You know, no one can compare it to that Larry Bird squad, but this is one of the best ones that I've seen ever since they broke up the Boston Three Party. I'm definitely, definitely supporting my brother Jason Tatum, who is a St. Louis native like myself. So if the Celtics win, I'll just be like, hey, a St. Louis nigga bought it on home. And it's been a very, 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 very long time. I can't even statistically look it up. When's the last time we had a dude from St. Louis bring the championship home that was actually leading his team? Not just he happens to be on the team and he's a role player. Someone that is a franchise player, someone that is damn near the face of the team, and someone that is constantly in the gym shooting. Oh, and just in case you wonder what that noise was, this broadcast is being done outside, which I like to say, we outside. So forgive any noise that y'all might hear. Work with a player. So part of me is like if the Celtics win, boom, somebody from the hometown finally represented for us in a major way. If the Warriors win, I'm up here like shit. The Warriors did what the Warriors were supposed to do. And I feel like it would tell a great story. It'll tell the great story of how Clay Thompson was a difference maker. 
how when he was injured, they really couldn't get shit done. He got hurt and they had some difficulties trying to get past Kawhi Leonard and the Raptors back in 2019. He was still hurt and LeBron and them put it on them during the play-in and they just really didn't have too much success in the playoffs during I believe 20 yeah last year last year when they did that play-in they couldn't really get past and you know obviously they really couldn't get nothing popping in 2020 2020 that was the Lakers year in the bubble now I'm gonna let you know how this really affects me as a LeBron fan I feel like LeBron needs some motivation. When you've been playing this game for damn near 19 years like LeBron has, I believe it's going on 19 years. When you've been playing it as long as he has, sometimes you need some motivation to keep you going. Right now, I feel like his biggest motivation up until this point was, hey, shit, I'm about 2,000-something points away from Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who is the number one all-time leading scorer in this game and LeBron is right there I'm really feeling like he can uh, catch up and get it done this upcoming season I think I did the math and if for some reason he stays healthy for all 82 games all he has to do is put up 16 a game 16 in a game for LeBron that's a bad game so all he has to do is have some below subpar games and he can just coast into the title but we all know how that goes that brother lebron is going to have some games where he puts up about 25 to 28 then he's going to fuck around and get hot and give you some 40 50 point games but now here's the motivation let's say that the celtics win the Lakers and the Celtics are tied at 17 championships apiece. So this will allow the Celtics to have that almighty one up on the Lakers. If that happens, it's going to be all hell breaking loose up in that front office. Like, damn it, let's build a squad and let's get LeBron the help that he needs Let's tell Westbrook to be a true point guard and to quit running and gunning and bricking. That's why they called him Westbrook and he had the nerve to get offended, but he was bricking. It is what it is. They're going to really build a squad around him. And I feel like the big storyline will be, you know what? Celtics, y'all done won. Now, get your ass back to the finals and come defend your title up against the Lakers so that we can tie this thing right back up. I guarantee you they're going to be pushing for Lakers versus the Celtics in the finals, and they're going to make some type of power moves to get LeBron some help. I'm talking about the type of help to where even if LeBron is injured, this team can compete and beat teams by themselves. Now, let's say that the Warriors win. It's going to be personal because that means that Steph Curry will have four rings versus LeBron's four rings. And the thing is, Steph Curry wound up getting it in a quicker amount of time. Having collected these rings between 
2015 when I think he got his first shot at uh, being in the NBA Finals to now. Between 2015 and now, he has been in six finals, including this one. So if he gets it, that means that he went four for six. And that's going to be a lot of shit talking. Because I think with LeBron, people say that he's four out of ten. So that's just going to be too messy. And that's going to be something to where LeBron's like, fuck it. I got to do a one-up on him. I may not have as good of a percentage. Because even Kobe was nice with it. I think Kobe was like five for seven or five for eight. Something like that. I'm not sure. But Kobe had a decent percentage. No one on the corner has a percentage like Jordan, which was, of course, the almighty six for six. But shouts out to the GM because during both of those three-peats, the repeat three-peat, Jordan always had a squad on him. But let's not digress. LeBron is really going to want to make sure that he's got that fifth ring. And he's going to be hell-bent to, again, have a squad so that if he meets up with Curry in the playoffs, he can take their ass out quick, fast, and hide. And in a hurry. So this is going to be some motivation. LeBron's going to be sitting up at the crib or sitting up somewhere in Costa Rica or wherever he decides to get his summer vacation on. And he's going to be watching this series. And he's going to be taking notes. And he's going to be figuring out what suggestions to make so that he can get that ultimate squad around him. I think it's the Warriors year, though. It's the Warriors year. Steph Curry fucked around and hit about like damn near 15 three-pointers in the All-Star game. So overall, I can see it. I see it being a six-game series, though. Whoever loses is going to win two games. I see a 4-2, though. I see a 4-2, Warriors in six. Only thing is, they're going to have to go hard in the paint because Celtics are playing defense. They are a defensive threat, and they are not playing around. So I don't think that they're going to give up those easy three-pointers like some of these other teams have. I think they are going to be a little bit more of a threat and a little bit more of a challenge. So they're going to have to really, you know, concentrate on trying to get to the hole, going hard to the paint, and drawing some fouls. The Celtics have no problem hacking you. No one will ever be as ruthless as the 90s Knicks or the Bad Boy Pistons. But the Celtics will put their hands on you and they will get physical which is a breath of fresh air because I really miss that with what I call modern NBA basketball. So it's going to be very interesting to see how this series goes. I know that Boston is going to win one at home. That Boston crowd is too dedicated. Boston fans are one of the best fans in the world, man. They are very loyal. Most Bostonians are all about the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Patriots, and them damn Celtics. They don't play about that. Boston strong. So they're going to win one in the garden. And surprisingly, just when we think this shit might be over, they're going to pull off an upset 
in San Francisco. But ultimately, the Warriors are going to take it. During one of their losses, I think one of the losses is going to be an ass whooping. And that's going to be an ass whooping that Golden State is going to learn from. Steve Kerr is going to go back to the drawing table and he's going to conjure up a killer game plan. Shouts out to Steve Kerr. I love to see a guy that's an NBA champion and then goes on to have a coaching career where he's a champion. He got three rings with the Bulls. And I believe, because I don't know when he got with him, I believe for sure that he's got about probably three with the Warriors. I'm thinking he's got four with him, but for some reason, I'm thinking that Mark Jackson was coaching them when they got that first one. I don't know. Forgive me. I'm admitting that I don't know, so don't try to get me for inaccuracy. So this podcast isn't going to be too long. I just wanted to make my predictions on what I feel like the NBA Finals is going to be about and how this shit is going to go down. It's going to be a barn yard burner. You're going to see a lot of fouls. You're going to see a lot of threes. And damn it, somebody's going to get dunked on. My prediction, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, both of them are going to yam on somebody. They're going to put somebody on a poster. They're going to put somebody on an ESPN highlight reel. I'm doing this broadcast the day before game one. With that said, this has been your boy, Lewis Says Black. And this has been another episode, a short episode, but an episode none the least. Holla at your boy. Let my daddy smoke his weed Only thing that keep on feeling I ain't
got no jewelry on me, bitch, I got the jewelry in me, oh shit, let me talk my shit, I always do the shit, this ain't overnight, they love me now, like they love me then, I know what I like, I eat the pussy for my nourishment, I know how to cherish it, I know how to decorate your wall and further furnish it, I'ma burn your shit down, this is what the furnace is, I'ma turn your shit around with some friendly services, ain't no nervousness, like I'm ratchet or conservative, and that's affirmative, all I do is lay up and face up, my big bills and pay stuff, got no chill for fake ones, like for real, they say I'm a classic Show every madam on my team is a top general. Ooh. 